prospect news and analysis. This is Hockey Prospect Radio with Shane Malloy and Brad Allen. We're back and brought to you by Fractal Hockey Consulting through an integrated series of best business practices. They design solutions for hockey operations and hockey business operations. We're continuing to talk about the San Jose Sharks prospects with Director of Player Development, Todd Marchant. Todd, I want to get your thoughts on Philip Bystad. I found it really interesting when I was at the World Juniors and people knew about Philip, but they didn't really know about him because they didn't really see him. And then he just shot out of a cannon for a lot of the tournament and they were just like who's this kid i mean you mean you probably should have just listened to the show and brad and i would have told you like because we were talking about him all year long uh talk about that that tournament for him and how much of a a launch pad that was for him and his development just feeling better about himself in terms of oh i can be a man the man in this situation and just take over if i have to and i know that i can do it yeah, that was kind of his coming out party. And I think that I think where you see Phillips uh, value and the type of player that he can be is when he does play at his own age group. You know, um, you know, last year at the World Juniors, um, you know, this year at the U20s, uh, again, in the Five Nations, he, you know, he played had a great tournament. I think he had five goals in six games or whatever. He's just one of those quiet players that just goes about his business. And when he plays over in the SHL, you know, he's playing against the men, which he still has a lot of success um, over there, but um, not to the same extent that he does against his own age group. So I think that he's a quiet kid. Um, He's not a, you know, real talkative type of guy. He's big, he's strong. He's got a great stride. Um, You know, he's has to work on his game off the ice a little bit. That's one area that, that he knows that he needs to improve on uh, in order for him to take the next step in his development. But all the tools are there. Um, you know, we're really happy that uh, uh, we were able to get him signed last year and, you know, put him back in, in the SHL for, uh, for another season um, and looking forward to him, uh, you know, eventually making his way, you know, and hopefully leading Sweden this year uh, to a, a real good tournament uh, at the world juniors. Todd, you mentioned the, the toolkit, the skating, nifty hands for a big man can do some remarkable remarkable plays from time to time. But last time I talked to you, I remember one thing that you were really looking forward, uh, looking forward to seeing in his development was his inside-driven game. That was the one area in, in draft year specifically. That was one thing that I was very worried about was there was too much perimeter for such talented, bigger player. Uh, how are you finding him in terms of his development when it comes to just carving through traffic or getting around that net area and beca- becoming more dangerous. Yeah, it's definitely improved. Um, you know, he, he's a, he listens to what we have to say to him. He's not a, a yes, but person. He's a yes. And uh, he, he's willing to learn. He's willing to get better. And like I said, he's just young and raw. He's like a, a ball of clay that, that needs to be molded. And um, you know, we're being very patient with him. That's why we, we allowed him to, to go back and, and play another year in, in Linchaping. Um, he's had a good situation there. He's from there. His good putty, uh, the other draft, our other traffic, Matias Havlet is there. So um, we're really looking forward to uh, eventually getting him over to North America and and see what he can do on the on the small rink. It's a it's a big adjustment for those guys. They have a lot less time and space, but with his size, um, I think getting into the trenches a little bit um, in, in pro hockey over here will only um, allow him to have even more success. Would it be different if he was playing in North America? Uh, and not having to play against men in terms of that playing a more inside game. One, it's a smaller rink, but two, he's against his peer group again 
you know, and sometimes we forget that they're 18 and 19 years of age playing against, you know, 25 to 32 year old men. And sometimes you defer a little bit in that respect, or, you know, you don't think you could pull it off against bigger, stronger, faster players. Yeah. I think that, that that's a valid point. I mean, you know, I, you, you don't really, it's just such a big, such a tough transition for young players and, you know, we have a, um, not to get off topic, but we had a, a second round pick from uh, this year, uh, Heltonen, who's playing in London. And you know what, he's having to understand that you don't have as much time and space with the puck. And so, you know, I had uh, Ricard Raquel who came over to Plymouth um, and, and when I was with Anaheim. So these players, um, until they get here, they won't understand, um, you know, unless they're playing in some of the international competitions where they're playing on a small rink. But we saw Philip have success in Halifax and uh, the World Juniors on a small rink. So I think it's there. It's just that, um, you know, we need to see more of it uh, on a consistent basis. I want to ask you about Cameron Lund and, you know, his going into his second year with Northeastern, you know, again, playing in a, a really tough conference. I, I like when the players, you know, are in that conference because it's highly, highly competitive. And he's a big kid at 6'2 and close to 200 pounds. And he seemed to be drafting a lot of right-handed shots as well. Thoughts on his transition from his, his freshman year into through his sophomore yeah, so Cam um, had, you know, kind of an up and down freshman year, like early on, he was having a lot of success and they had a really good team. And then, you know, he kind of bounced around the lineup, but we really felt like, um, you know, it, it, this was going to be a year for him to take the next step. Um, unfortunately for him and for that team, they've gotten off to a bad start. They lo they've lost a lot of players. I mean, they've, I think it was seven or eight, you know, key players from last season are not there this year. So they're a younger team. You know, they're struggling in Hockey East right now. But I saw Cam earlier this year, and, you know, the two things that we asked him to be better at was to shoot the puck more and to be better along the walls in his own zone. And the game that I saw, he didn't have a point, but he had 10 shot attempts, six on net. on And every time, uh, I think it was like 75% of the time the puck came around him, he got the puck out. So when I spoke to him after the game, it was, he was frustrated because the team didn't win. I said, I go, well, what if we ask you to work on? Well, we ask you to shoot the puck more and we ask you to get the puck out. And I go, did you do that? And he's like, yeah. So for me, he has developed. He And he has developed off the ice. He is a much bigger, stronger young man than he was a year ago. So he's taking that to heart uh, as well. So um, lots of lots of positives from his game, other than the fact that, like I said, Northeastern is struggling this year in Hockey East. But um, we're really happy with uh, where he's at in his development. I'm glad to hear that he's he's shooting the puck more. Yeah, it's such a good shot. It's frustrating when you see a player who is mechanically so gifted and he doesn't shoot enough. It's, it reminds me a little bit of Andre Burakovsky when he was developing. Um, my, my question for you is kind of, kind of similar to with Musty. I, I found that one thing with this player is that there's times where there's um, almost like an off switch to recognizing his game in in, in as a whole. Do you feel that there is um, the rate of consistency is going up? as he continues to mature here in college and, and, and how are you feeling about that overall? Yeah. My, my comparison for him and uh, is Troy Terry. Um, Troy Terry in college, Troy Terry didn't want to shoot the puck. He, he refused to shoot the puck. And even when he turned pro, he refused to shoot the puck. What does he do now? He shoots the puck and he scores goals. And that's what Cam has the ability of doing. And Cam is going to have to, he's going to have to learn that part of it. Again, it's not about, you know, we talk about being hard to play against. It's, he's going to have to learn that I can't just swing away from people. I've got to bump into people. I've got to be first on pucks. I got to be, 
you know, do all the details of what it takes to be hard to play against. And um, again, it's a broken record, but these players that are at these, you know, playing at these different player places, they're generally the best players on their team and they're required. Their, their responsibility is to put up points and put up very rarely do you get a player that does the whole package at that age because they're they're just not required they're not held accountable to be able to do that and when they get to the next level then they are held accountable because everybody on the team is held accountable um the best of the best get to that point so um but we're really happy with uh, with where he's at um you know obviously we'd like to have the team have more success but you know, Cam's right around a point a game, which is where he should be. Um, he's their go, one of their go-to guys. And, um, you know, we just want him to continue to develop. He's one of those guys, you just have to remind him how big he actually is. Hey, kid, you're 6'2", over 200 pounds. You're allowed yeah. to use it. Yeah, I mean, again, you know, Randy Carlisle used to say, you know, I don't, I don't expect you to run somebody through the boards. His phrase was, stop progression. Because if you stop the player's progression that you're on, you're going to be on the other side of him, whether it's defensively or offensively. And that's one thing that's always stuck with me. Just stop the player's progression, get inside of him, and then maybe the puck gets back to you and you score the goal. And you say to yourself, if I didn't stop that player's progression, maybe I don't get that opportunity. Yeah, 100%. Well, Todd, I want to thank you very much for coming on the show. Really appreciate the insight of your prospects and uh, have a great season. And uh, we'll look forward to seeing you at the rink. Anytime. Thanks, guys. We're going to take a short break. We'll be back right after this. Every play, every stat, every breakdown. On their own, they're essential. But all together, they're undeniable. Introducing Huddle Instat, a new advanced data platform that integrates with sports code and every Huddle product you rely on to create an all-in-one data powerhouse. Huddle Instat's advanced tagging and next-level stat reports help you develop your team, and its global film library helps you find the missing piece to get the most out of every second of film. Visit huddle.com backslash HPR to learn more. The Junior Prospect Hockey League is Western Canada's newest elite developmental stream for student-athletes looking to take their game and studies to the next level. The JPHL features professional coaches and skill development coaches, along with comprehensive practice, game, and academic schedule, allowing athletes to be successful in a more cost-effective model compared to similar hockey and school programs. To learn more and see why the JPHL is the ideal choice for your student-athlete and family, visit JuniorProspectsHockeyLeague.com. Fractal Hockey Consulting. Everything we do, we believe in challenging the status quo in hockey. We believe in thinking differently. We provide interdisciplinary solutions that are personally designed, simple to use, and user-friendly. Through an integrated series of best business practices, and we design solutions for both hockey operations and hockey business operations. Contact us at fractalhockey.com. Outside Edge has built a reputation for guiding hockey players toward their potential and provides on- and off-ice development programs for hockey players. Outside Edge Hockey Development operates all programs on the philosophy of quality over quantity. Our strength, skills, and mental coaches understand the demands of the game and use this knowledge to develop strength, speed, and energy systems so our athletes can reach their potential. The Outside Edge programming features KPI-based strength and conditioning programs, skating, and skill development sessions for pro, junior, midget, phantom, and peewee. Contact us today at outsideedge.ca.